Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition in the Fiber New and COVID-19 podcast series. On this episode, we sat down with Cal Wirch of Fiber New Burnaby in Burnaby, British Columbia. Cal recently shared with us a document that he wrote called his Six Points of Light. Each of the six points in the document act as a guide or a reminder to Cal on how he wants to operate his business through this period. It's very pragmatic, it's inspirational, and it's something we wanted to share with you all. In this conversation, we have Cal give us the deeper meaning behind each of the six points and just understand how they've been playing out for him in his business. We've made Cal's document available on our website just in case you want to read it or perhaps download it and make it your own. As always, we hope you enjoyed this conversation. Take good care. Cal Wirch, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to sit down with us and catch up. I want to first start with just an understanding and hearing it from you what the past couple of months have been like through spring of 2020. What have you been able to do? What have you worked on? And and just bring us up to speed. Uh, yeah, so like um, most franchisees, I think business kind of came to a grinding halt there about uh, two months ago while the pandemic thing was all being sorted out. So um, I really couldn't do a whole lot of work. My wife is uh, works in a grocery store, so you know we were just trying to figure out how to stay safe and, and what protocols to use. So things were pretty much at a grinding halt, except for maybe some stuff that I would bring into the shop and you know clean up and work on in the shop and then deliver with a few safety routines. But uh, it was a pretty abrupt halt to what I was used to. And, um, you know, having just completed my second year with uh, Fibernew, you know, things were kind of on a roll and feeling like, oh, maybe I've turned the corner here and, and this is going to be a nice little uh, venture. Mm-hmm. And then the virus came along and that that's caused me to have to rethink things and change my plans and, and those kind of things. So I am just now uh, this week starting to go back out in the field to do residential work, um, mostly because there's a big backlog, probably like everybody. And, and uh, people are getting a little testy about, hey, come on, you know, it's phase two, get out there. So, um, yeah, I've just started to get out there this week. Good man, that, that's great to hear. And and as I ask every franchise partner I speak to, I'm always curious: what are you doing on the the PPE topic when you go out in, into the field? Um, are are you geared up yourself, or do you kind of play that out job by job, customer by customer? Well, I've gotten into a bit of a routine. Um, I have a bit of a visit info sheet that I send out with my appointment schedule, so um, that kind of outlines kind of what the proper techniques are for wearing gloves, um, hand sanitizing, and some of those other things that I like to do to protect myself and the customer. And uh, so the sheet has gone out with the appointment, and by the time I arrive there, um, I'm finding that people are cleaning up and and having things organized for me, which is really nice. Uh, There aren't four or five kids sitting on the couch with uh, covered in sticky stuff to have to clean up, so I'm, I'm kind of enjoying that. And people are pretty uh, open to the the mask and that kind of thing um, because they've read the sheet most of the time and and they're prepared for it. So it hasn't really been a problem. But for now, I'm just going to be on the safe side of things. And, uh, you know, as as the pandemic goes along here, we'll we'll just see what's needed. It's been pretty good in BC. You were kind enough to share your operational policy that you and some surrounding franchise partners worked on together with all of our franchisees. 
Is that what you're talking about with, with the sheet? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I've changed it from the COVID safety plan to a franchise visit sheet. It's okay. Because it's a little less intimidating and a little scary than a safety sheet. Right. And uh, it's become a little more of a marketing tool. It gives them some comfort and, and um, a little less intimidating when I get there when I got my mask on and my gloves on them. And if anyone's curious on, on reading that, uh, it, it is, I believe, posted on your website as well. Is it not? It is, yeah. Yeah, it's pub- public facing. Great. Yeah. So if you want to check it out, just go to fibernew.com slash Burnaby and you'll see a link to the, the safety sheet. You were kind enough to share with us recently a manifesto of sorts that, that you had written out going into this period. And I wanted to spend some time exploring this with you because I'm, I'm really curious about it. There are six points on the manifesto. And what I'd like to do is just go through each point with you, have you expand upon the origin of that point, uh, maybe how it's played out since now you're back at work. So to understand being used in practice, how it's working for you, and really just just dive deeper on the meaning of, of the entire manifesto. But can we just first start with the original idea and the origin and the intent of, of you writing it out? Yes. Um, so I was just thinking about the word manifesto, and there's a lot of manifestos going on out in the <laughs> world. You know, I think my original intent was more just points of light. Okay. Um, you know, a couple of months ago in my business, it felt like I was kind of driving along and the top was down and the sunglasses are on and Bruce Springsteen is on the radio and it's a nice sunny warm day. You know, came around the corner and, and ended up in a tunnel. And it's dark, and you're kind of disoriented. And but down the down the end at the end of that tunnel is is the light when you get out, and everything gets good again. So these are kind of more points of light for me as I have come through this dark period and um, things to focus on. And I've done this um, because I've been in the franchise world for about four recessions already. I've kind of learned to do this occasionally. You start to look at things that are core values for for all of us that are outside of the operational side of things. And I've got the time to do it. And so uh, these six points were kind of things that I just penned out as I prepare to get back out in the field and in the, in the new normal. And they're fiberized things. So they're, they're related to my fiber new business uh, as opposed to my personal. I appreciate that explanation. So let's refer to it now as a points of light sheet in, in place of a manifesto. Points of light. I, I like that much better. What I'm going to do, Cal, is read each point and then just, like I said, have you maybe explain a little bit more about the origins of it and, and sure. how it's been working so far. Okay. okay. Point number one, I pray daily for this whole pandemic thing to be over and for a return to business as usual. Next week, I head out into the field and I will uh, load the van with everything I need to handle any opportunity that comes along. That is fiber faith. So I imagine this was written days before you were about to head out into the field. So you are out into the field. How's how's this point played out for you? Yeah, so, you know, I think it's natural for all of us, uh, you know, to be thinking, oh, I just want this to be over, you know. Um, Lord, send me some business because I really need it now. But if you're going to have faith in yourself and faith in Fiber New and faith that the world is going to get through this COVID thing, um, it goes beyond just uh, praying for the business. You actually have to have the faith to actually load your truck every day with everything that you need uh, to handle any opportunity that's out there. 
Uh, I mean, the last thing I want is God saying, well, I was going to send you some business, but you know, you didn't have your Google ad campaign running and you're letting your calls go to voicemail and your truck is half empty, you know, work with me here. You know, you got to be ready uh, for the business to come. And so that's my commitment in this point of light is to, is to actually be geared up and be prepared, even though, you know, maybe the business isn't going to be there. I'm going to make sure that I'm ready to take everything that's, um, that's out there uh, on a daily basis, anything that'll come along. Good for you. So the, the idea here is preparedness will lead to work. That, that's the mindset, isn't it? Yeah, that's preparing. That's, that's, that's having faith that, uh, you know, I'm going to be able to do it. Fiber News got the products that we need. The business is there. And so I got to gear myself up to, to, uh, to be prepared and, and take that business. Point number two, my customers are anxious, but will understand my new safety procedures required now for this pandemic. They will greet me with a smile invite me into their homes, offer me water, and thank me when I leave. That is fiber trust. So tell us about that one. Well, you know, it's really quite amazing when you think about how deadly this virus is and how much concern there is out there. And people are still letting you come into their homes. You know, a stranger coming into their homes to work on their, on their um, sofa. And, uh, you know, that is just to me, an amazing amount of trust in FiberNew and trust in us as professionals to, you know, do what we need to do to keep them safe and to be safe and be healthy ourselves. So, um, you know, I've been uh, putting together that that visit sheet and um, wearing the gloves and kind of going the extra mile to, to work clean. Um, but that's all part of the trust that they have. And I think that's a huge branding thing for us compared to our competitors um, that were the professionals and, and we're going to be trustworthy and we're, we're not going to run in there uh, when we're sick because we're desperate for the business. So that's fiber trust to me. Fantastic. That's, that's a trust and respect, mutual respect thing, isn't it? Right. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, it sure is. Point number three, every night I will go to bed without any insurance of being healthy in the morning, but still I will set my alarm to wake up early to enjoy a new day. That is fiber hope. Yeah, yeah. So, so a lot of health issues have come out of this pandemic, you know, and it gets you thinking at my age anyways, you know, there's no guarantee that, uh, you know, I'm going to be healthy tomorrow, especially if I'm going to be out in a pandemic doing work. You know that can't stop me from um, you know getting out in the in, in the field and doing the work. You know I'm not suggesting that you know we should suck it up and get out into the field and and uh, take chances with our health. But I think in the morning, you know, you gotta you gotta be into your normal routines. You're getting up early. Uh, you're preparing to be healthy, to be optimistic about uh, the future, and you can't let that keep you in bed till eleven in the morning, uh, depressed. You got you gotta set your alarm, get up and get going. Um, and uh, hopefully your health is going to be good. To me, that ties back into the preparedness aspect. For and, sure. You know, getting up, being prepared for it, having the right. mindset and, and yeah, so I see a correlation there. Yeah, Okay. exactly. Point number four, I have big plans for 2020 that I work on every day in spite of zero knowledge of how this thing is going to go in the future. That is fiber confidence. So that certainly is confidence, Cal. So when you say big plans for 2020, tell us about that. 
How does that look now? Well, I think, um, you know, I have confidence in myself and my abilities. Uh, I've got some time under my belt with, with FiberNew. Um, the programs with FiberNew, I think, um, are going to give me the tools that I'm going to need coming out of this. Um, it's good network um, with FiberNew that I can lean on and, and, um, and draw on. So I have to plan for the business to be there. So things like sales goals, um, I'm using a new scientific method, uh, method for my, my sales goals. Okay. And uh, so now what I'm doing is I have numbers on a wall and I stand back with darts. And uh, so, so this is the science of aerodynamics that's helping me <laughs> pick up my, my sales goals. And, and I'm happy to report that my sales goal for 2020 is $843,000 as a result of that scientific method of coming up with sales numbers. And, and, you know, I was actually thinking about maybe I should do that at, at one point. I'm just joking. But, yeah. um, you know, I think it's important that even though that you, you just don't know where you're going to be, that you put something on paper uh, for sales, try and figure out what your cash flow is going to be and what your needs are going to be. Um, are there any areas um, that I can do things operationally different, save some money? Are there relationships with vendors? that I need to go back to and see if I can get a better deal or, 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 or work on. And uh, I think these are things that, you know, if you take five minutes a day to just keep coming back to and adjusting because uh, things change so much, um, it's really helpful, you know, trying to be successful in 2020 because uh, I, I, think, I think I've got confidence that uh, by the end of this year, you know, it won't be so bad. And that's what I'm going to go with. You um, live the reality that you want to create. So that's really what you're talking about. If you adjust your plans accordingly, you, you step into that. And that's part, yeah. of, that's part of your big plans, I guess, for 2020. Yeah, well, and, and uh, you can't let the chaos keep you from actually trying to uh, craft your business plan and, and put something on paper. It's, it's just really important not to carry it around in your head. Point number five. This pandemic has hit me hard financially, and I wonder how I will make ends meet, yet I still dig deep into my pocket to donate to the local food bank and other charities that need it now more than me. That is Fiber Cares. So this one's fantastic, Kel. Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, so um, I've always been uh, kind of outward focused with the Fiber New business. So when I started with the Fiber New uh, one of the first things I did was to go down to Habitat for Humanity, and I bought this um, Anlin sofa and chair. And basically, I'd never seen the inside of any furniture, and I figured, well, I'm going to take this thing apart. I'm going to re-dye it and figure out how Anlin dye works. And it cost me $500 uh, to buy this thing from, from Habitat, and it was a mess. Um, but, you know, as a result, I um, learned how it went together and ended up selling it for $750. Okay. And uh, so with that, I went back to Habitat and I bought um, another piece and took it apart. And this was a fabric one to see how it could be cleaned. And I was staining it and, and using cleaners. And so it was a way for me to support Habitat for Humanity and learn at the same time. And I could you run through my business kind of thing. So I've continued with that. I've tried to do one Habitat for Humanity uh, job as a donation uh, every month. Now, obviously, they're, they're closed. And so I, uh, you know, I can't, can't do that. So I've kind of switched to donating to other things now. And 
I was always kind of iffy about, you know, donating to the local food banks, you know, you kind of go, well, those guys should get a job, you know, and that kind of thing. But now I'm starting to see that it's just, it's regular people that are struggling and the food bank is maybe something that um, I should be contributing to because it's regular people like us that are now in in the food bank lines. And it's more important than ever that uh, we support some things that, you know, maybe in the past that I've never really been interested in supporting. So I'm starting to do some of those things now. And, you know, it's, it's a bigger picture thing. And I think we all need to be thinking outward at this time. Uh, the, the bigger family, uh, all my family has kind of uh, always been involved in uh, supporting uh, good causes and there's plenty of them now, that's for sure. Point number six, the last one. I am not anxious and idling, but am preparing for more business and more money than I can possibly handle when this is all over. That is fiber attitude. The concept of having more business and more money than I can handle is, um, it's a pretty big one. But I think um, I'm confident that um, I'm going to come out of this I'm going to be okay. And, uh, you know, I'm only two years in, I'm still learning. There's still lots of opportunities for me. And so if in two years I was able to feel like I'm starting to turn the corner and this is going to be a good little business, well, you know, down the road, um, you know, how busy is it going to be? Uh, you know, how am I going to grow that business? And, you know, the, 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 the franchise models have changed over the years. I've been in the franchise role for over 30 years. It used to be that franchisers would come out with a system and you work the system religiously and it made you money. Um, but franchising now is all about uh, this new normal of uh, being able to adapt and to change quickly. And FiberNew allows me to do that. You know, with that flexibility and an entrepreneurial spirit, it's easy to see that uh, there is an opportunity for us to make more money and have more business than we can handle. And have, and that's a nice problem to have to have. And I think it's a really good attitude for all of us to try and get ourselves into. And it's really hard to feel that way when you're grinding it out on a day-to-day -day basis and uh, you know, you're, you're struggling and uh, customers are tense and everybody is tense and there's so much going on in the world right now. But I'm going to stick to that attitude. Um, I think it, it works for me, and I think it can work for other fiberneurs to feel like there's just no limits to what you can do with the business. And who knows, you know, you get five and ten years down the road, you look back on this and say, yeah, I didn't like going through that dark tunnel, but, um, you know, I'm a better, better business person coming out of it. Um, I'm enjoying my life now. I've got employees that uh, are working the business for me so that I can enjoy the fruits of all that work that I did. And uh, I've got more business and I got more money than, than I really need and, and can use and, and life is good. I look forward to that time too when we can look back at the spring of 2020 and say, man, oh man, remember that? And oh, yeah. you know the, the net result yeah. of how we came out the other side. Yeah, well, I just like to know what happened to the murder hornets. I mean, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> yeah. it seems like we, we you just skipped right over that. Uh, exactly. You know, and we moved on to a new one. So. That's right. But it, yeah, an interesting year. Uh, it would be nice to, to get through it. And, and I'm very optimistic um, that uh, we come out the other side. There's money on the other side. Really appreciate your positive attitude and mm -hmm. sharing this with us. I think it's very inspirational. You've given me a whole other layer of insight into everything that you've you know, shared with us. Just in closing, what does your schedule look like for the remainder of the week and into next uh, week? 
I, I, I'm just, my head is spinning. Uh, I think I have 40 or 50 jobs that I'm trying to catch up on, uh, trying to prioritize them. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to get through it. And the calls are coming in. You know, it's a nice problem to have, to be so busy. I, I see point number six coming into play. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> thank you again. Really appreciate it. No, thank you. Okay. Yeah, good luck to everybody with their business. Um, let's get at her. Absolutely. Take care. Thanks again to Cal Wirch of Fiber New Burnaby. Thank you for listening in, and thanks to Delicate Steve for the music. Again, if you want to read Cal's document, visit our website. It's there for download. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. Take good care. We'll catch you next time.